Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ich warte seit Wochen auf diesen Tag und tanz vor Freude über den Asphalt. Als wär's ein Rhythmus, als gäb's ein Lied, das mich immer weiter durch die Straßen zieht. Komm dir entgegen. Hallo und willkommen zu Gegenpressing, der Bundesliga-Podcast. This is the preview show. I'm Manu Feit. He's Stefan Bienkowski. And before I completely forget it, we do this in association with Get German Football News. Um, but Stefan, how's it going? Are you ready for the Klassiker? I am ready for the Klassiker. Uh, oh. And some other games. There's, there's, there mm -hmm. are a lot of really interesting matches on um, this weekend. But yeah, that's obviously the main one. Yeah. Um, we did do a really, really, really deep dive into the, that game in particular yeah. on our bonus show this weekend. So, or this week rather. So, we're not going to skim that match, but we might not go into as much detail just because we've already done a yeah. good solid 30 minutes on it. Uh, but yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, a, a really deep dive that um, I think we need to address it when the time comes, but um, added some added complexity after. Bayern Munich's shocking DFB Pokal exit against Erst FC Saarbrücken, <laughs> which <laughs> I watched live. Yes, I watched live yesterday with, uh, because I'm on the media trip in in uh, Frankfurt, and then of course I am at the Klassiker, and we watched it yesterday. And I couldn't believe when that ball went hit the back of the net. Um, I think it was screaming in the restaurant. People thought I was strange, but wow, just wow. Um, good for you, Saarbrücken. Um, But we'll, we'll talk about it when we talk about the um, Dortmund-Bayern game because it adds some extra intrigue and adds another layer to the really in-depth preview that we have done. Um, so bear with us there. Um, Stefan, let's get paid first before we do the preview, shall we? Let's do it. We always get someone commented every week when you say that, but yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go. This episode of the Gegenpressing Podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. The last of the major pro sports leagues is off and rolling, and college basketball is ready to go as well. Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting actions and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL are all full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops betting action along with every sport available at your fingertip with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to your head bet online today and remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that is B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, Stefan, the first match of the week, um, that's the Friday fixture, and like, oh boy. I saw that and I'm like, they can't be seriously putting this on Friday. Um, Darmstadt against Bochum. I went with a very fittingly boring 1-1 draw here. Um, I think these these two teams are quite even and um, I, I couldn't separate them. So, you know, a 1-1 draw it is, which is probably means it's going to be like a 5-3 spectacle now. <laughs> Well, I've gone for an even more boring result. I've gone for a zero-zero so no. zero draw. <laughs> nil, no nil draws. Draw. Um, 
Yeah, you know, we saw Darmstadt get spanked off Bayern last weekend. We saw Bochum kind of throw away a lead against Mainz. Um, I think if Bochum fails to win this game, it'll be their worst start in 35 years across any league, I think I'm right in saying. Uh, at least the first time in 35 years they've gone nine games or, or I guess 11 games without a win, maybe. Or I'm not quite sure how it works out, but something like that. Um, but yeah, Bochum are really struggling for goals. 8 from 10. Darmstadt aren't exactly much better with 13 from 10. Um, sorry, I'm, 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 I'm getting way ahead of myself here, actually. I'm looking at my uh, table predictor that I have on the Bundesliga website, <laughs> which I've already put in. But I suppose since I've gone for 0-0, there's no real changes there. 13 from 9, 8 from 9. Um, so, yeah, it's um, it's. I think it's going to be a rather drab affair. It should be a good contest because I think they're two evenly matched teams. I just don't think it's going to be the most entertaining match. Um, so I'm going for a 0-0, nil-nil draw. Yeah. 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 That's probably not a bad bet. Um, that's going to really not help either one of those teams either. So we'll see. Um, the next match, Union against Frankfurt. Um, I am obviously in Frankfurt. Frankfurt are away because they a different sport is playing in the stadium this weekend. Um Stefan, what do you think here? Is the Union run, negative run, finally coming to an end? Well, I feel like you should be speaking here first since you spoke to someone from Eintracht Frankfurt uh, uh, today, actually. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe you should give the insight here first. Well, I think that Frankfurt are going to win this game 2-1. Um, I've been impressed with what they <laughs> have done under Dino Topmüller. Um, I spoke to Kevin Trapp today about about that, and he said that, you know, obviously um, 16 changes that they made over the summer in terms of transfers, right? They lost, um, as he put it, all their goals by selling Lindstrom, Kulumwani, and Kamada. Uh, I mean, that's a very fair point, and yet they look pretty solid, right? Um, and I feel like that under Dino Topmüller, they, you can sort of see the plan now. You know, slowly but surely, you can see the plan. Um, I was, I'm going to write about it, obviously, for the for the Substack and for a bunch of other outlets as well. But like, I've been this is the first time I've been in Frankfurt and the stadium since COVID, and they have made some very traumatic changes to the Deutsche Bank Arena and the surroundings. They've taken it over from the city, right? Um, it's a leasehold, um, which means they essentially own it now. And um, I feel like this club is really on on the move. Um, the press rooms that I've been working on today are probably the nicest I've seen in Germany, other than Bayern's. So Stefan, very impressive um, overall. So yeah, I just I feel bad for Union because I think you know we all hope that they run their negative run will come to an end. But I just think this Frankfurt team is too organized right now, and I think they're going to win it. Yeah, even though I'm not on the uh, Frankfurt. Uh... PR uh, <laughs> what I'm looking for the, the, the looking for uh, appraisal and you know complimenting the journalist affair uh, I still also think that Frankfurt will win despite how nice their press rooms are um, <laughs> so yeah I, I completely agree with you you know my news left this week on how ba- is, it was on how much Sherado Becker is struggling this season and how they may have made some fatal mistakes in you know, really relying on him in Barron's up front um, so far this year. I know they obviously picked up a couple of forwards and uh, Fofana and Kevin Voland. They haven't really worked out either. Team just seem like an absolute mess right now. And 
probably coming up against one of the most composed, well-coached, buoyant sides in the Bundesliga right now. So, yeah, I've gone for a 2-0 win for Frankfurt. Yeah, a lot of praise for Dino Topmüller today and the work he's been doing. And yeah, I guess Frankfurt, we have to keep an eye on them. Um, you know, Union is interesting because like the next team, uh, the next game is Freiburg against Gladbach. And um, a certain Jordan is now playing for Gladbach. Stefan, I feel like almost maybe that was a mistake by Union to let him go. But that's maybe for a different show. Um what do you think here, Freiburg against Gladbach? Yeah, this was almost my game of the weekend, actually, because I think it's going to be a really fascinating match. Um, I think Freiburg were a little unlucky last weekend, um, not to get something from that game. And Gladbach have kind of now back-to-back wins for the first time this season. Uh, so you'd kind of hope that that's Gerardo Siona kind of, in his side, kind of maybe finally, uh, after a few false starts, really kind of getting to get in grips with this season. Um, having said that I still feel like um, Freiburg probably have just about enough to beat this Gladbach side you know at home this season um, they've actually been quite impressive they picked up three from the first four home games uh, the only team they've lost to is actually Dortmund uh, and you know Gladbach in contrast as we said they're kind of Jekyll and Hyde side at the moment they've only won one of the last four home games of the league so far so despite maybe, you know, recent form aside, I actually think this might be a game that Freiburg will probably win 2-1. Interesting. So um, I couldn't separate these two teams in the current state of development, and I went for a 1-1 draw. Um, Gladbach obviously won last weekend. They, they came off that defeat against Köln, right? And... I was kind of really curious to see how they're going to respond from that. And I actually thought they responded quite well from that. Um, Freiburg as well, uh, I talked about, you know, in in my newsletter about how they, I thought they played actually quite well against um, Leverkusen um, last weekend. Um, So, you know, with all that in mind, I just can't really separate them at the moment. So I want to draw this. Um, All right. Up next, Mainz against Leipzig. Um, Stefan, I I feel for Mainz, but I also feel there isn't much there at the moment. And, you know, this is maybe lucky for other teams in in the Bundesliga who are also struggling and looking at Union and, you know, uh, Darmstadt and Bochum, we already mentioned them. But I think another Mainz defeat is coming here. I think Leipzig are going to beat them 2-0. Yeah, I've gone for the exact same result. This is one of the easier ones to predict. Uh, Mainz are also, as you said, they are maybe beginning to kind of show some kind of life. Uh, Picking up two draws from the last three games. Um, Putting in a decent performance against Bayern Munich and amongst that as well. But yeah, Leipzig just kind of look like they're capable of doing just about anything at the moment. Uh, Even though, you know, obviously a big injury to Danny Olmos, a really bad uh, unfortunate for them. Uh, He now looks like he's going to be out for a while. Um, but yeah, there's just too much firepower there. So I've gone for a very comfortable 2 0 win for uh, for Leipzig. Yeah, I also think that Leipzig are going to respond from exiting the Pokal, right? Um, uh, no more Leipzig and no more Bayern. Just keep in, keep that in mind. All right, up next, Köln against Augsburg. This was another game um, that I had a hard time 
um, predicting the difference between the two sides. So I went for a very boring 1-1. One, one. Uh, that's not really going to help Köln though, because Köln needs some need big points and they need them soon. Um, if they if they want to avoid relegation, what was it for the seventh time um, yeah. overall? You know, so. But you know, them playing at home, I actually almost gave this to Augsburg, believe it or not. Um, but you know, the fact that Köln are playing at home and assume going to enter desperation country, I think uh, gave me just enough. That, to think that they maybe get a point here. Yeah, I've, I've gone for a very narrow Augsburg win here just because, uh, you know, they definitely feel like a team on the ascendancy. Uh, they've picked up yeah. some decent wins recently. Um, and, yeah, I just, much like Mainz maybe, or um, maybe more like Union Berlin, I suppose, Cologne just yes. really feel like they haven't been able to get anything going for them right now. Um talked about it before in the show but I did kind of feel like that Derby win was maybe a kind of red herring of sorts uh-huh. um, Yeah, you know because it was a Derby it, was, it just kind of went out the, the form just kind of went out the window and it's not, not really something you can rely on as a data point really um, you know and last week's result against Leipzig was maybe a good example that of course no one really expected them to get a result against Leipzig but the manner in which they lost um, you know I think Baumgart was in the media this week basically saying look there's no sugarcoating this. We're going to be fighting relegation till the end yeah. of the season, and you know that's that's not great. So yeah, at the moment I think Augsburg are look in better shape. So I've gone for a one 0 win. This episode of the Game Pressing Podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. The last of the major pro sport leagues is off and rolling, and college basketball is ready to go as well. BetOnline remains your top spot for all your live betting actions and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL are all full swing. BetOnline is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops betting action along with every sport available at your fingertip with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to your head BetOnline today and remember to use our promo code Believe that is B L E A V. Believe for your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, so up next is your match of the week: uh, Hoffenheim against Leverkusen. Good. That's going to be a really good game, Stefan. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously you know the the classicer is obviously the one that's going to get everyone's attention, but. This is kind of maybe like a good kind of what's they call it in boxing when they have like the smaller fights before the main event. It's like the the, the opening card or the the, the the bottom. I can't remember what it's called. The uh, but this is almost. Sorry, is it the prelude? No, it's called something card. Um, I people shout into their podcast. Just shows how much boxing I watch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, this is like a nice kind of taster to get you in the mood for the classic because I think this is going to be a really fun match. Um, I watched Hoffenheim last weekend, uh, and I thought they were really impressive uh, against Stuttgart. Probably held on, probably rode their luck quite a lot in that game. Um, but to kind of go and play the Stuttgart side and score three goals, and what was really impressive about them was that they came out from the very start and just threw everything at Stuttgart, and it completely bamboozled Stuttgart. Um, and before they knew it, they were, I think, what, two goals down before Stuttgart pulled one back, and then they obviously got a third. Um 
And, you know, I keep waiting for this Hoffenheim bubble to burst, but it's just not happening. And they've got a great team, a uh, great attacking line. I wrote in the Monday Bulletin about how Vau Vekors just got a penalty in that Stuttgart game. Um, how he's actually, although he has, that was his first kind of goal contribution of the season, uh, he's, he has been kind of pulling the strings with this team in this kind of uh, new number 10 role for him. So, yeah, Matarazzo has been a, doing a great job there. And I think they'll put up a really, really impressive uh, performance against Leverkusen however I do still feel like Leverkusen probably should have enough about them to pick up all three points here um, as good as Hoffenheim are in attack they still do tend to kind of concede quite a lot of goals um, you know they've conceded 16 from their first nine games and they're definitely kind of taking that kind of Werder Bremen approach from last season of just simply trying to outscore their own defence Um and I think against this Leverkusen team, they're probably going to come undone, even if they can maybe land a few punches to continue the boxing metaphor. Um, so yeah, I've gone for a 2-1 win for, for Leverkusen, but I think it's going to be a really good match. And that's what I had too. I always went for 2-1. <laughs> um, I I just have the the random set-piece goal that Leverkusen always concedes and factored in, but I still think that Leverkusen are just too strong. Um, you know, their, their run has been... So very impressive. They're so well coached. Um, you know, the the football that they're playing is almost impossible to defend against. And um, yeah, I just think that there's too much too much there for, for Hoffenheim. So um two one seemed like a very very logical very logical result. Um, Stefan, the next one is obviously the Classica. We did a big preview um on this. And I feel obliged that I'm going to stick to the prediction that I made um, in the preview, just for consistency's sake. I said 2-2, right? Dortmund, Bayern, Munich, 2-2. Um, but that was before Saarbrücken. That was before Matthias De Ligt went out with a meniscus injury. He's now out four to six weeks. Um, there is also some um, injury concern regarding Harry Kane. Um, you know, he sat out this game with uh, some slight muscle problems. I, I'm pretty sure he'll feature, but it is there, right? Um, Dortmund with a very convincing 1-0 win over Hoffenheim. I, I thought that was another one of those increasingly more typical Terzic performances, if you know what I mean, right? Damn. And again, I'm sticking with a 2-2 draw, but if this ends in a 2-2 draw, that will feel like a defeat for Borussia Dortmund. I think this is the game that they really need They really need to bring it to Bayern, um, which could be potentially the downfall considering the, you know, the attacking football isn't maybe the best idea here. Um, I think if they stick to the things that we have said on the previous show, which is you know quick transition game, solid defense, make use of the space that's there without Joshua Kimmich in midfield, I think there is a real chance for Borussia Dortmund to win it. So I'm putting an asterisk on my previous pred prediction and say that Dortmund should be winning this game, um, which obviously means that they probably won't. But what do you think here? Sounds like you're trying to have your cake and eat it here by suggesting one thing and on one podcast. But no, you're absolutely no, right. A no, lot I'm, has stick changed I'm since... sticking to my 2-2. Two -two. I'm just saying that a couple things changed since I made your earlier okay. prediction. <laughs> no. no, I mean, a lot a lot has changed. It's just the unfortunate manner in which we have to record these shows is that we couldn't have taken the Pokal games. Obviously, yep. you're 
traveling across the world as well. Um, you're recording this podcast in a hotel room, so you know yeah. we're not exactly just kind of lazing about doing nothing all weekend. Um, and yeah, I mean, I went for three two when I think on the main show. Yeah, uh, that was you my did. conclusion, and I'm sticking with that. Um, it's a game that could really go either way. That's what's so fascinating and interesting about it. It's a game in which Dortmund routinely refused to show up for. Um, so, you know, all kind of theory and logic tends to go out the window in these games because more often than not, you think Dortmund have a fighting chance and they just don't do They just don't do that. My only kind of um, saving grace for Dortmund and why I've gone for the win is uh, because of all the factors not- you mentioned, you know, uh-huh. the injuries, Kimmich being out is the biggest one for me in my opinion. Um, the fact that Bayern haven't exactly been great either um, and of course uh, but more importantly this Dortmund team do seem to have a kind of you know mental aptitude to just keep fighting that has been kind of missing in recent years with Dortmund they do seem to just even in that Freiburg result uh, Freiburg-Frankfurt uh, game last weekend um, it started off a nightmare for Dortmund everything that could have went wrong did go wrong um, and they still managed to kind of battle their way back and, and pick up a draw. And I, I think that was immensely impressive. And we've seen it quite a few times actually this season where they do seem to just keep fighting. And that, more than maybe anything else, might be the kind of defining factor that suggests that Dortmund might finally be ready to kind of go toe-to-toe with Bayern. So, yeah, maybe I'm being optimistic, but I've gone for a 3-2 win for Dortmund. Yeah, no, you you might be right here. Um, it's just I, I I just don't trust the full situation yet. But I do think that it. I also need to add, like, I even think even if I wouldn't be traveling, it would have been really hard to factor in the Pokal game yesterday, right? Uh-huh. Because of the the tight nature of how we record. Um, and it's very seldom that so much changes in. If we recorded this like twenty the, the previous show twenty four hours ago. And it's crazy what how much changed even within just a few hours after that. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's huge. It's a hugely fascinating game. I was, uh, I I told you this uh, earlier. Usually when I go on these media trips, I hope to uh, actually cover the the things that happen on the media trip. But uh, then Bayern will do something crazy. Like I was at, I was on a media trip when Carlo Ancelotti got fired. I was on a media trip where. And I actually saw Bayern get defeated by Frankfurt 5-1 in this very stadium, staying right next to the Waldstadion at that very stadium. And then Kovac was fired within 12 hours, right? Um, last media trip, they signed Harry Kane. So do I have time to go to the football game on Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> Is what I'm trying to say, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it seems like you're that kind of harbinger of doom when it comes to Bayern Munich. Every time you leave North America, something happens. But as I was kind of saying to you when we were discussing this earlier on, it just goes to show how chaotic Bayern have been in recent years that you can't yeah. even go to media tour without having to worry about Bayern Munich for a couple of days. Yeah, no, I mean, it's crazy. Anyways, hopefully, hopefully, um, even if they lose, Tuchel keeps his job and I don't have to work late on a Sunday night. Um, anyways, speaking of Sunday Sunday games, uh, the first one is Wolfsburg against Werder. This is a derby, Stefan. What do you think here? So, I've kind of struggled to kind of give Wolfsburg the benefit of the doubt here. I think on paper they are the better team, but 
they've just continued to burst my coupon week in, week out. Um, most particularly that match against Augsburg uh, last uh, last weekend where they were 2-0 up, if I'm not mistaken, and then came back to lose... Uh, no, no, 2-1 up, sorry. Uh, they went behind, 2-1 up, and then lost 3-2 to Augsburg, who also had a goal disallowed during that period as well. Um and there's just something about Wolfsburg right now that makes me think they're not quite at their best. It seems to always happen whenever we start suggesting they're doing okay. They they always maybe seem to have these kind of impressive starts under Kovac. We all think, hmm, are they finally a top six side? Certainly got the players for it. And then they, um, you know, well, I was going to use a quite um, expletive expression there, which I won't use, but let's just say they um, spilled a dinner. I don't know. <laughs> they always tend to... Um, muck things up um, and they're up against the Werder Bremen side who haven't exactly been great at all this season um, but still keep picking up points here and there um, so yeah I don't know I've gone for a 2-2 draw, draw here it's a game that Wolfsburg should be winning but recently there's just something about them that makes me think they don't have that composure to see out games uh, that's interesting I actually did go for a narrow Wolfsburg win um, over Werder Bremen Um but you're quite right. I mean, dropping those points against Augsburg, right, which they really shouldn't have. Then they lost to uh, Leverkusen the week before. Um, Werder, of course, with their 2 0 win against Union Berlin. Um, but it's at home. You know, these are the games that you need to win um, if you have any sort of ambition to maybe break into the top six, which I think Wolfsburg have, right? So um, I went for a nor- narrow 2 1 win. All right, that brings us to the final game, which is, by the way, another derby, Heidenheim against Stuttgart. Um, I think Stuttgart are going to return to their winning ways here. Stefan, um, not far away from Stuttgart. Um, I think it's the Schwäbische Alm that they play. Uh, I'm not mistaken, Feucht Arena. Um, anyhow, I went for a 3-1 Stuttgart win here. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Heidenheim been okay so far this season. Uh, they've picked up two wins from four at home in particular. So, you know, they're no pushovers, that's for sure. Certainly not the worst team in the league at the moment. Um, but, yeah, as you said, Stuttgart have plenty about them. Uh, they probably should have taken a point off Hoffenheim last weekend, which says enough about, like, their kind of goal scoring and their kind of ability to, at times, really play Hoffenheim off the park. Um uh, very few teams in this league can go two goals behind and, and still deserve to kind of take a point from the match, especially against a team like Hoffenheim. So yeah, I think Stuttgart still have plenty about them, uh, and I've gone for a two 0 win uh, against Heidenheim. Stuttgart's xG against uh, Hoffenheim last week was three seven eight to one point seven in their favor. Yeah. That makes so, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean they, I guess it was going to happen sooner or later that they would run out. I don't even want to say it was luck because I don't think I don't think they actually even are performing their XG by a lot. Um, yeah, or are they a third and outperforming the XG? But you know, so Bayern a second. So um, yeah, um, I think the Stuttgart side is going to be right back at it um, and bounce back. Uh, that Hoffenheim performance, they lost that game, but as you said, I think they would have deserved to draw there. Mm. So. Anyways, that's it. Um, as I said before, this podcast is brought to you in association with Get German Football News. Um, we're sponsored by Bet Online. And Stefan, um, before we wrap this up, I also want to say set your fantasy Bundesliga teams. And also, we are both on threats primarily now. 
I know for some people in Europe that's not accessible yet. Um, it works on my Canadian phone while I'm in Germany, which is great because I was able to show it to some people here and they were pretty impressed with it. Um, I think the moment Threads gets unleashed in Europe, uh, that might be it for the other platform. But yes, if you're wondering why I'm increasingly less on Twitter, it's because I'm on Threads and I just like it better there. And I think it's the same for you, right? Yeah, it's nice. It's not quite Twitter, but it's 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 Instagram, but with written content, which it yeah. seems to be doing more or less what I want from Twitter. So, so far, so good. Uh, yeah. yeah, we totally appreciate that not everyone can get on threads just yet. And maybe a lot of people never even got involved in Instagram to begin with. So, you know, it's, it's maybe a bit of a put off, but that is where we are. But you can also follow us on Substack as well. Uh, if, if that's something that you're maybe more interested in, you don't have to really subscribe to this show uh as it, with a paid subscription you can you can take a free one and still keep tabs on what we're up to and with a whatsapp channel yes exactly yep uh, need to plug that as well all right that's all the plugs um enjoy the matches enjoy the classica i think this is going to be one of the more fascinating coming up and so enjoy the games We'll be back next week to break it all down there will be some extra content coming your way this weekend as well so um Check your inbox if you're a subscriber. And until then, auf Wiedersehen. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.